0: Have you ever tried to fit a square peg into a round hole? Like you're trying to force something to happen because you feel this need for it to happen and it's just not really working and you're beating your head against the wall trying to make it work? Can I be honest with you? This is what I'm doing right now. It's what I've been stuck in trying to get this book Released into an audio book. So if you've been following the podcast. And I've been releasing chapters of a book recently. And it's it's embarrassing to me. And it's even like shameful at some level. Because I don't want to be a flake. And I put out there like two years ago. I'm like, I'm going to be releasing this book. So just hang tight and all of this. And this book, man, it has been a really big work of my life and it has been something that i've had to like hammer away at and sculpt and forge and shape and all of this and i've just been putting together content and content for years and it's taken shape and now i've written most of the book and it's uh, it's on its final little stretch here and I've been releasing it one part at a time, but I've thought the whole time, you know, I've got podcast listeners out there, and I need to make an audio book for the podcast listeners. Why not? Because, well, I don't know why. Because because why? I, I felt this need to make it an audio book just because there's people sitting here, and it's like, well, I didn't have time to create more content Uh, to keep the podcast going. So I'm like, I'm just going to put my book out there. And then I realized that you can't force something to be something that it's not. So I was listening to, and by the way, I'm going somewhere with this. This is actually its own podcast episode. Um, So I was uh, listening to Rob Bell, and he was talking about how as a creator, you have all these ideas, and you know i've done public speaking myself and done it quite a bit and there's every idea that you have has to express itself differently out into the world some ideas are a sermon some ideas are going to be like an illustration some ideas they need you to do it with a powerpoint some ideas need to take the shape of a youtube video some ideas need to take place in a class setting where there's interaction back and forth. Uh, I was recently creating a curriculum that I came up with I don't know why I, like I don't hadn't created curriculum in forever but I started having these ideas and I'm like okay this idea needs to multiply itself out into the world and this is how this idea has to take shape and it needs to be in a classroom setting with, a group of people, and the class needs to be no bigger than like 20 people, and then those people need to be in small groups at tables, and then that's how this idea is going to disseminate itself. So the psychologist Carl Jung, uh, r- really world famous psychologist, he said, ideas, or excuse me, people don't have ideas. Ideas have people. And so, if you let that sink in. That people don't have ideas. Ideas have people. It will totally revolutionize the way that most of us think. Because most of us think that we own this thing called life and that we have these ideas and that we're supposed to uh, do something with them because they're our possession, but we are their possession. That this is why, this is where you connect the visible world with uh, what we call the spirit. That we are possessed by these larger entities. And in the case of ideas, it's all about you want to be possessed with the right ideas, because if not, Uh, groups of people who are possessed by the wrong ideas. We see that. Like you can look, turn on the news, and you see that all the time, that people are possessed by the wrong ideas. But when you're possessed by the right ideas, with ideas that are healthy and that are moving the world forward, and you want to let those ideas replicate, those ideas are a little bit like a a virus or something. They, They will invade us. They will take and shape us and own us and help us to be different types of people. And then if we want that idea to replicate, then we put it out into the world. But we have to put it out into the world on the idea's terms. It can't be just like, well, I'm Seth and this is what I do. It has to be, I'm Seth and here's the things that I can do and then however that lines up with the ideas i throw myself in line with that and i allow it to produce itself out into the world so the last chapter of the book that i read for the audiobook ironically this is this is where i was like beating my head against the wall because again this is a book it has um, and, and by the way a little plug for the book okay pyramidsandtrees.com and w- what you see there is nothing like what you're going to hear on this podcast because it's mostly just comics and stuff. There's probably more drawings than there are words in there or at least as much. And so as I'm trying to convert that kind of on the fly doing it, because I don't have like a ton of time to put this in here. I'm like trying to convert it into this audio stuff. I'm trying to describe it. I'm like, no, this is just not working. But funny enough, that last chapter that I was reading was on attention. And so my example in the chapter, if you listen to it, chapter 14, Attention, I give the example of a girl that is creating an arrowhead. So she's hammering and chipping away at this arrowhead. And so like in that moment, it's not her that's creating the arrowhead. It's the universe that's creating the arrowhead. And she is just aligning herself with that. So she has this idea. She's got this pointed rock thing in her mind that she wants to create but her job is just to get in line with it. It's to get in line with this thing that we call flow. So just this past Sunday, I was listening or I was taking part in a class that was offered by uh, the Columbia professor, Scott Barry Kaufman. We were doing a Zoom class online. In his class on Sunday, it was the last class in this Transcend class. He's uh, he's teaching us how to, uh, like from our He's taking Maslow's hierarchy of needs and um, and working through that as to what it means to become an actualized person who's doing what you're doing out into the world. Great class and great book, by the way, Transcend, Scott Berry Kaufman. But he ends the class talking about flow. Now, flow is this weird thing that, like, science is, I, I guess, baffled a little bit by, like, what in, in the world is flow? So uh, there are what we can tell there are eight elements of flow and they're studying these and they're actually been able to do like brain scans of people and tell that there's a weird thing going on whenever people get in line with this thing that's bigger than themselves. Like when, when you line yourself up between the potential and the idea and you allow yourself to get in line with that idea that's taken shape. Um, number one is there, there's a merging of action and awareness. So like, your actions and your awareness become one together, and you lose yourself. The second thing is a complete absorption at the task at hand. Like, you're just totally lost in it. You would say you're just floating in a current, in a stream along with it. There's number three, a lack of worry about losing control. Like, you quit freaking out and being a control freak, which paradoxically results in you actually being more in control and having a sense of control. And so uh, you can't actually force the world. And some of us like trying to force our hand at the world and force the world to bend with us instead of jumping in the current that we find ourselves in headed towards the place that we want to go, Um The next thing is a loss of self-consciousness. You just quit thinking about yourself. Whenever you're in flow, when you're in rhythm, when you're playing that song, whenever you're dancing the dance or whenever you're like partying hard or whenever you're laughing with your friends, playing the game on the weekend or whatever it is that you're doing, you lose yourself. I mean, do you really think that… Patrick Mahomes, as he's throwing touchdowns in the Super Bowl, do you really think that he's sitting there analyzing himself? No, he's lost himself in the game. He's lost his self-consciousness there. And then, strangely enough, when you're in flow, time no longer seems to pass in ordinary ways. Like you have these moments where you totally lose track of time. Time is just this illusion that we put onto the world. They call it an autotelic nature of the experience that you're just like possessed as almost like a demon (laughs) or (laughs) a spirit. Maybe I should say instead of it doesn't have to be evil, Um, but flow accompanies a challenging activity that requires skill. Now, this is strange because you may say you practice to sing a song or throw a football or whatever it is that you're doing, but whenever you get in the flow, you quit thinking about it and you just let your body take over. So um, an activity has clear goals and immediate feedback. Those are the elements of flow. And so you see flow happening with like jazz is a great example of it. You just get in the flow and you let it carry you along. But say you have an idea in the world, because it's not just about floating in circles on a current, but like you want to go from one point to another, an idea, and you want to jump in there. But that idea, it has something that it needs to become. So uh, the, the great artist Michelangelo, you may have heard him say, they, they asked him, I mean, this guy's in the, he, he's in the mid-1500s. He is one of the most brilliant artists ever in the history of the world. And he's creating, he's like painting the Sistine Chapel. And then he does the Pietà, And he does the sculpture of David. And people are just blown away by his art. And they're like, so how did you make David? And he says, well, simple. I chiseled away everything that isn't. David this is it I mean he had this ability and he worked and worked and worked but it was like he was an artist and all he was doing was lining himself up with the end that was that statue David and he allowed himself to get lost in the flow and become one with the thing that he's doing now just turn it over, like, you know, just to, to hand you, like, for your own self. Are you in flow? What are you doing in the world that you are lining yourself up with? You have ideas a lot of times, and they need to express themselves. I don't know what kind of job you're in. Are you in a creative job or are you in a whatever? But put yourself in line with it. Put yourself in line with the thing that needs to happen. The thing that if you're trying to please other people and you're trying to guess at what other people want, you're not really in flow. Um, you're only in flow whenever you're following a narrative of something that needs to be born in the world. And I think we all know that things that need to be born in the world and they come when we stop (laughs) oh my gosh this is so hard for me to say Uh, they come when we stop analyzing everything to death and we just get in line with what we believe and we go that direction now a couple of takeaways at the end one it really 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 matters which direction you're going Because if you get in the flow with the wrong narrative, then you can easily become the very person that you hate. When Jordan Peterson was asked, what is it that he hates in the world? He could have said anything in the world. What do you hate? And he responded like this. He said, I suppose that I've spent 30 years trying to figure this out. And I can't figure it out. But I hate the thing within me whatever it is that could be totally comfortable as an Auschwitz prison guard. Because he knows that thing, the cap—the capability to end up where Adolf Hitler ended up or where Stalin or so many of these genocidal freaks ended up is because they got in the flow of an idea In a current that was taking them the wrong direction, in the end, they are telling themselves a narrative that they can celebrate killing other people by the millions because they let the wrong idea possess them. So the idea and the narrative that is the pinnacle of our existence and what we think and what we give our allegiance to, what we believe is ruling the world, is of utmost importance. And then the other one is like, if, um, if we're only doing it to please other people, then it's not truly us. But we get in line with those ideas, and then our job is to submit. Our job is to chisel away all of the stuff that's not truly us. And to let our own unique self line up with, that own, with our own unique flow towards the idea that is the overarching idea and all of the little ideas along the way that are going to express themselves through us being submissive to who we actually are. And the last thing that I would say is that our number one job, if you want to frame it this way, is just to be honest. I've said this over and over again, if you've heard me speak, that my life started to turn around. And I mean, I'm in my 30s at the at the, the point in the day that I hear myself or hear something inside me say, Seth, you got to be 100% honest and with everybody, starting with your spouse, um, s- starting with the people closest to you. You've got to be 100% honest. So if you want to frame it that way, honesty is all about getting in line with the flow of who we're created to be. So if you're not really sure, like, what's the next step, you just have to start with these little ways of being like, I'm going to be so honest that it's embarrassing. Like, I'm going to tell somebody something so shameful, so embarrassing to me, and guarantee you, you will feel so much more free, and you'll start to feel a lot more like you're in flow so uh having said that thank you for letting me be honest and uh yeah there's not going to be any more release of this audiobook. i mean uh, maybe one day in the future uh well um after the whole book releases i could just do it all at one time or something like that but i i don't even think that's it i i think I think this is this is it right here with with the audio version and so if you're interested just get online and and read the thing but sometimes we got to do that in the middle of our life and switch tracks so whatever it is that uh, you may need to switch tracks with maybe hopefully you can be inspired to do that and uh, switch tracks and quit doing the things that you are beating your head against the wall doing. And just allow yourself to get a little bit more in flow with your own life. Hey, peace, cheers. You guys have a great day.